Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Oh, Mac Jones. Mac, we love you. Mac, 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 Mac Jones. You're so great. You're the best. My God, you you played a football game and then you immediately started watching film of the next team. There's never been a quarterback like you, Mac. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. There are just some athletes and coaches that media flock to, that media anoint the king and or queen, people that can do no wrong, and we have already gotten there after one game, a loss with Mac Jones, Patriots rookie sensation. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Coquel is back today after his one-day sabbatical here in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers right off the cloudy and kind of rainy intracoastal. Captain competent Joe Rigotti is running things, making sure that uh, we are we are held in check. Uh, and I am um, I'm eating yogurt with a knife, by the way. Um, Why are you doing this? Uh, so I eat yogurt at this time of day most days. Uh, not lunchtime yet, but it's... Um, Time for a snack. Got to get that metabolism flowing, and uh, so uh, we don't have any. We don't have any plastic spoons. We don't have any plastic spoons uh, left in our kitchen area, and I don't feel like we have metal spoons. No, but I don't want to wash them. Okay, I use them all the time, and I don't wash no, them. I, I don't want to wash. No, that's gross. And in COVID times, why, why don't you gross? wash it? I put it in the sink, and no. they're washed when I get back the next day. But my um, black cherry chobani, I'm eating it with a plastic knife, and so it's um. It's fine. You get a little feeling on your lips from the uh, the knife, but other than that, it's fine. It's safe. You're like, no, honey. When I get home, I have these cuts in my lips because I ate with a knife. <laughs> Nothing else going on. So yeah, eating eating yogurt with a uh, use a the knife. spoon. Our, we have a magical sink, by the way. If um, you put a dirty sink in there and a dirty spoon in there and leave it, you come back the next day. It's out and it's clean. No, but I don't it's want magic. other. I don't want other people having to wash my my dishes here. I've never seen anyone. I just think it's magic. I think the, no. I think there's cleaning people that come through and actually wash the dishes because I've seen it. They but don't I'm not going to subject. Yes, they 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 do. I saw it. Really? I saw it with my own eyes on Friday. Oh, I thought Tina from Home Team did it. I'll <laughs> never leave them in there. Well, again. no. Then if if that was the case, I definitely would be using a metal spoon. You know what's funny is me saying I don't want anyone else uh, cleaning my dishes. My wife right now, if she's listening, <laughs> is having a stroke. I promise you, she's just apoplectic. You don't at do what I just said. Sometimes, but definitely not enough. And by sometimes, I mean like when she gets mad enough by me not doing it to actually say something. That's when I do it. Do you have a dishwasher? I do. Not your wife, a dishwasher. <laughs> yes, I do have an actual dishwasher. So what do you, you rinse it and put it in the dishwasher? No, but but I actually, you're not supposed to rinse dishes either. What? You're not supposed to rinse dishes. Why? Uh, because it's advised that that is a waste of uh, water yeah. if you rinse dishes before you put it in the dishwasher. You know how much water gets wasted on other things? You're worried about that? Well, yeah, well, ketchup what? gets stuck to the dish, and then uh, all of a sudden the dishwasher no, can't get it But you're supposed to load the dishwasher right after you eat so that then it gets washed before it hardens on the dish yeah, I mean, or the bowl. It's not a full or the load. Pan. It's not a full load yet. 
10. Every time we eat, we don't fill up the whole dishwasher. You don't run the dishwasher after every time you eat. Talk about wasting water. What do you hate, fish? But they also, the the experts say that even if it's not a full load in the dishwasher, you are wasting more water rinsing every dish and putting it in and waiting for a full load than if you, say, had a half a load in the dishwasher. That's not true. That is true. No way that's true. That, do, you rinse, do you rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Do you rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? No. The answer to that is no. There's no science that supports that anymore unless you have a dishwasher from 1977. Modern-day dishwashers are so water-efficient that it makes no sense, even with a half-full dishwasher, to rinse your dishes in the sink. Look at me. I'm Ken Lavica, and I have a new well, dishwasher. Well, why don't you read I'm a, something? I'm the host of a show. I know how to read. You just think you're so much better than no, me. How old is your dishwasher? I don't know. It was in the house when we bought it last year. I didn't check. It's probably not from 1977. The way okay? the walls are falling down in my house all of a sudden, <laughs> a year later, I think it probably was from 1977. Well, the dishwasher might be the newest thing in that house. It's a good dishwasher, actually. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is that it's water efficient, and most modern-day dishwashers are. If you own a house... You don't have to. You don't have to rinse your dishes. My Stop kid, with that antiquated garbage. My kids eat a plate of chicken nuggets. Ken wants me to run the dishwasher after two plates. Like what am I supposed? I'm to I'm not do saying there? two well, that's plates. That's when the ketchup gets stuck in the dish. That thing can't get that ketchup off. Just take a paper towel and give it a quick little wipe, and then Ew. it'll be fine. <laughs> paper towel ketchup? That's disgusting. I'd rather, I'd rather kill. I'd rather the fish have nowhere to swim than use that paper towel. I've seen some of the things you eat, and you're gonna get you're gonna get like crazy over just a little wipe of ketchup with I a paper hate, towel. I hate ketchup after it's been used. And I eat like a gallon of ketchup a week, but I hate it after if it's been sitting on even my own plate. Like when I sit down and I eat my my healthy meal of French fries, mozzarella sticks, which I use ketchup <laughs> in, and nug and tenders, nuggets, whatever you want to call. Wait, them. do you have a meal? Do you have meals that are tenders and mozzarella sticks and fries all together? Yeah, protein, <laughs> but the potato, and then the the dairy. dairy, dairy. <laughs> And that sometimes is, I'll put Fruit Loops on the plate just to get a little color in there. Yeah. It's, an, it's all about the presentation. Yeah, and, and it's healthy. Oh, I'm, hitting, I'm hitting all the, the, the food groups. <laughs> that pyramid, which I don't think is a thing anymore. You are six years old. Do you rinse the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? I do not. Coquel, apparently, like he, he he's still living in the 80s. 888 760 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at... ESPN West Palm. Uh, Coquel, could you answer me a question? Sure. What did Mac Jones do against the Dolphins on Sunday? What was the result for Mac Jones? Old smug face was efficient in a loss. Yeah, a loss. The L word. He suffered a loss. Okay? Mac Jones, you would think, is the second coming of football Christ. I get on Twitter last night. Who's the first coming of football Christ? Who is football you Christ? You didn't know Christ was a wide receiver. Oh, he was? Yeah, okay. actual Christ is the first coming of football gotcha. Christ. He, he had really sure. He was a slot guy. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he, was, he played good out of the He slot. was gritty. <laughs> if you believe. He was, he was like in a coach it. on the field. But yeah. I've heard differently. I've heard if he's you, actually, he was actually athletic. If yeah. You, if you look at where Christ was born, it probably more often than not, he was a speedster. That's who was a good, it, yeah. If stretch the field. If you believe in the Western civilization's thoughts on what Christ looked like, he definitely was gritty and a grinder. Um, but I, uh, I, I'm scrolling through pro football talk last night, and it, I, I could not believe this, and I was so 
I, 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 I was so in awe of this. I almost couldn't even get mad at first. I was more just stunned. Pro football talk. Mac Jones began watching film of the Jets immediately after Sunday's loss. And that's the clickbait headline. Mac Jones, my God, watched film of the next opponent after he lost on Sunday. <gasps> oh, what a, what a football creature. What an absolute mastermind of the pigskin. Would we please stop? Because Mac Jones lost on Sunday. Mac Jones converted hey, some third downs. Wasn't that game in Miami? No. No, it was in, oh, in Fox. It was in okay, Fox. I was going to say, because every player gets on their tablet on the flight back. But I, it's not surprising that a player, that hmm. wrote every, I, I think every person on their roster watched film the next right, day. Right, right. Um, but it's, I, I'm sure most quarterbacks on Sunday at least give a little glance to the next opponent. Mac Jones did it. And uh, according to the Providence Journal out of Providence, Rhode Island, this was front page sports news. Here is the quote from Mac Jones. Quote, I mean, it's not fun to lose. You're just learning from what we could have done better is definitely the only thing you can do, really. You can sit there and feel bad for yourself for a little bit because that's your human nature. That's what you're supposed to do. Or you're in the wrong profession. But you've just got to move on. So the 24-hour rule, just after 24 hours, some people it's less. But for me, after that, you just move on. You play the next play. You play the next game. You're only as good as your last game. So we lost, and that's what people remember. So we just go and move forward. Mm, man, what a... What a leader of men, that Mac Jones. But these breathless headlines. He watched film after they lost. Smug face prepares Can for Can we stop? I mean, we made Mac Jones out like he was Patrick Mahomes on Sunday because he converted some third downs and he had a touchdown pass. You were griping about Mac Jones, Coquel, because he didn't really stretch the field at all. It was all intermediate underneath stuff because that's what they designed for him because the Dolphins were going to blitz every play. Josh McDaniels understood what the Dolphins' defense was and that what Mac Jones is. He's not a quarterback who's ready to take over a game, and he's not, and nor should he be. And that's okay, but let's not act like he is. And they scripted everything underneath. You're not going to win games that way unless your defense wins it for you. It's the nonstop coddling of Mac Jones. And this happened during training camp as well, when it was Mac versus Cam. Mac Jones walked out to the practice field with Josh McDaniels. He must be trying to learn. Cam was dancing, but Mac was focused. Oh, did you see that throw over the middle from Mac Jones? Oh, what an exceptional practice. Hold on, I need to fan myself. Ooh, I'm getting tingly in my loins. Like, that's the treatment that Mac Jones has gotten the entire time since he got drafted. There is this media coddling that has only been rivaled, I think, by last year, the treatment that Ryan Fitzpatrick got once mm. Tua Tungavailoa took over the, uh, the Dolphins' starting job. Please don't talk bad about Fitzmagic right now. We're having a tough time. Our hip is hurt, and I don't think you need to slander him. <laughs> Who are the athletes and the coaches? Because don't even get me started on Belichick, who's sub-500 without Tom Brady in his Patriots coaching career. <laughs> who are the players and coaches who get coddled most by the media? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Who are the players and the coaches who annoyingly get overly coddled by the media all the time? 
Because Mac Jones already, after one game, has entered this pantheon. You know who gets the Lifetime Achievement Award for that, though, is your boy Jeets. Derek Jeter is the all-time example of can do no wrong. No matter what he says, it's scripture. We put him up on a pedestal. We we pat his head and say we love you. And then we bring out the palm fronds. And as he marches by, we wave them at him. Derek Jeter is the all-time media coddling guy. Deservedly so, though. What did Jeter do wrong? I mean, Jeter was that guy. Jeter was the ultimate competitor. I'm sure he's flawless. He wanted to win more than any other with athlete limit, that ever lived. With, let's be clear, limited range at shortstop. Uh, deep ball down the middle, jump throw. No one else has ever jumped and thrown Because the he couldn't get in, to it in time to plant his feet and actually throw across. In the history of baseball, no one else has ever jumped and thrown the ball. <laughs> Look it up. It's just fact, okay? Um, who, who Diving into the stands, bloody face. No one has ever bled before on a baseball field. Derek mm-hmm. Jeter bled. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, for Cutting the record, off a ball from the outfield and throwing a ball that Giambi was actually safe on, no one else has done that and gotten credit for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. It, yep, 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 yep. Uh, Coquel with his revisionist coddling history of Derek Jeter. If I Jeter knew that was coming. that ball, Giambi's safe on that play. Like, that was the Jeter effect. That the, 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 the cutoff when he came in and flipped it to him, like that Giambi was safe, but the umpire saw Jeter was like, uh-huh. Oh, you're out. This is a great play for Jeter. You're gone. <laughs> you got the benefit of the doubt, too, from the umpires. Which player and coach, uh, or which player or coach gets coddled most by the media? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Captain Murica tweets, Anybody affiliated with Bama? Now, at the college level, yes. But I do think once they get to the NFL level, because there is, at least from a quarterback standpoint, there isn't a lot of, of modern-day tradition of Alabama quarterbacks tradition, uh, transitioning well to the NFL, to a point where I think it's almost expected like they're just going to flame out. Now, Tua and Mac Jones are a little bit different because these are guys who were in the discussion for the Heisman. These were guys that at least it looked like numbers-wise were going to translate to the NFL. That still remains to be seen, but I just see and the... Jalen Hurts. They've actually had Jalen a little yeah. run. Yeah, they have. Uh, but now Alabama's going to claim Jalen Hurts, even though uh, he was he was sent packing and uh, was, went to he, he Oklahoma. Was Alabama's for, I think of him as an Alabama quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he was I, on my TV a lot more often as an Alabama quarterback. I don't know. It was his performance at Oklahoma in his final year that got him drafted. Okay. It was, oh, I agree with you. But I'm just saying, in my brain, in my brain, because I feel yeah. like Alabama's always on my TV, even though I don't like them, they just seem to be every game is spotlighted that I, I just saw him more there. But this is what's bizarre, because Jalen Hurts sort of gets coddled by the national media because it was a lot of, give him a chance, give him a chance. He should be quarterback one. For the Eagles, uh, for Mac Jones, it's my God, he looks like Brady. My God, he's he's playing under Belichick, so he's going to be exceptional. Belichick, the quarterback whisperer who never had a serviceable quarterback, really, uh, really perform until uh, his high-paid QB one got hurt in a freak accident, and he actually uh, inherited a, a, a Hall of Fame quarterback that that was complete luck and had nothing to do with planning beforehand. Um, but then there's Tua. Up, oh, Tua sucks. Yeah, is his his ceiling? Yeah, no ceiling. Bad, terrible. Uh, I mean, uh, give him like three more games and then he's done. For whatever reason, we're coddling the other two Alabama quarterbacks that you mentioned, and not one of them. And I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Do you think maybe it has to do with that two of the guys can throw the ball twenty yards downfield <laughs> and the other one can't? 
Tua can easily throw the ball 20 yards down the field. Rags, Rags arms can't do it. <laughs> he can't read. Prove it to me then. I want to see a deep ball to Will Fuller. Let me see that happen. Okay, Will Fuller has to play first. Uh, well, just show me something first. <laughs> he has not connected with Will Fuller deep yet. Okay, that's fine. But he did connect on a deep ball to Devontae Parker and on a deep ball to uh, Jalen Waddell against the how Patriots deep, as how, well. How deep were we talking? How ball long? Like the 34 ball? yards? Yeah, after the run, after the catch. He's got no, to throw the ball downfield. Neither of them had any yards after the catch, Coquel. It's got to be downfield. And to the corners. Throw it outside. It was to the corner. It was uh, to the outside. It was a little bit lofted. The receiver made a oh play. My I didn't God. watch the game. Oh, my God. Um, but but Bill Belichick, too. I mean, that guy gets coddled as well. Oh, I get it. Belichick with this stupid sweatshirt. It's like, you have sleeves. Cut it out. But it's gotten to a point where we think that, that Belichick is this mystical football wizard that whatever he touches the Patriot way, the Belichick way is going to overcome all. Unless you're Tua, and then Belichick can't beat you, and you're 0-2 against Tua. That terrible, terrible Tua. Yeah, 0-2. See, I missed my opportunity again. Tuesday I had that opportunity, and I blew it, and then you beat me to it again. Uh, You beat me to it. (laughs) Uh, See, I took advantage of that opportunity. (laughs) I just Uh, almost spit my coffee (laughs) out all over our equipment. but, But, I mean, Bill Belichick, without Brady... What has Belichick been? I tell you what, average. I don't you know. know I'll tell you what. You know what's happening right now, right? What? With his tukus. <laughs> it's hot. It's heating up. <laughs> that chair is getting warmer and warmer. Oh, man. By the day, must win. Uh, must win. But again, he's facing a rookie quarterback, so Zach Wilson has to perform because rookie quarterbacks are not good in the NFL. But his rookie quarterback, it's fine. His rookie quarterback is sensational. And his rookie quarterback, we bow before him and we cleanse his feet because he watched film of the next opponent after losing in his first game. Oh, we love you, Mac. Maybe that was my watched, church. Maybe he should have watched film of himself and saw if there was a receiver more than seven <laughs> yards downfield he could have thrown to. Yeah, don't worry about the Jets. Like, yeah, worry, about, <laughs> worry about watching a you, man. The self-evaluate usually comes first. But I love that they're like he watched film as if they didn't have it all cut up for him, prepared, and said, here, Mac Jones, here's your film to watch. Like, that's all done. The, the advanced scouting has already taken place, and probably in-game the cut-ups are, are coming through and already set up. So the minute he gets there, gets on his tablet, it's available. How? What quarterback wouldn't? You have to go into the meeting room the next day to discuss the game plan. Yeah. Like every single every – single, I'm saying it right now. Every single quarterback in the league, except for Fitzmagic, because he doesn't need to watch film – Watch film that day. You know, Mac Jones is annoying, too, because, and I missed this. Until, his face? Until I was oh. researching, and, and what's his nickname again? Smugface. Thank you. Uh, as I was uh, researching. Smugface versus Babyface this weekend, big bowl. Oh, game. yeah. First it was Smugface versus Ragarm, and now it's Smugface versus Babyface. Yes. Um, but you're. <laughs> I've also noticed something about how you give nicknames. You do the bare minimum. <laughs> you have one base, which is face, and then you just add a word before it oh, when you give true. nicknames. Liar face. <laughs> Uh, but but I, I missed this from a couple of weeks ago. Mac Jones was asked about the Patriot way, and he started talking oh, about no, how he he started talking about how he he had watched a lot of Patriots games with Belichick and Brady. And you know what his assessment was of Brady? Quote: He did a pretty good job. <laughs> he didn't. He, 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 that's his quote. That's his exact verbatim quote. Mac Jones is the most cringy. Patriots way member. Oh, I love it though. I've ever and Dolphin fans. I'm going to align with you now, right now. I hate Mac Jones that much that I'm now aligning with Dolphin fans that the Patriots <laughs> are my least favorite team. 
in yeah. the league again. They're it's back. just, it's so annoying. I've told you the story many times. My favorite moment of live sports, right? Jets, Dolphins at the stadium. <laughs> we all started hugging and high-fiving. It was the game where Tom Brady tore his ACL and Jet fans and Dolphin fans all on. We're back. If I'm giving you all a virtual hug and a high-five like I did on that sweltering heat day when Tom Brady tore his ACL. We're back to defeat the smug face. I mean, I just, I'm sure Mac Jones is a really good kid. No, he's not. But I also, (laughs) enough already. Brady's not there anymore, and it is clear to anybody with a brain that without Brady, the Patriots are different. The Patriots are not the overwhelming dominant hammer that they were. They're just not. Or they would have made the playoffs with Cam Newton. They wouldn't have had to go to the Mac Jones well. They have a good defense, but boy, do they look ordinary offensively. They are no longer, since Tom left, a team that you fear late in games. I don't, like, how can you have lightning strike twice with, you had Brady and you go and get Mac Jones? Like, I'm sorry. Like, this this fantasy world we're living in where the Patriots can do no wrong and the Patriot way is the only way, I think it's a fallacy. And I think that we're just putting Mac Jones in this area where we, we comfort him, we put a blanket around him, we say, Mac, come here, come to our football bosom, we love you, keep doing what you're doing, you're incredible. It's just coddling to the extreme, we're already trying to build a legend around him when he hasn't done anything. The way he's getting coddled by the media is so overwhelming that it's cheesy, it's cringeworthy. It's Mac and cheesy. Well done. Which athlete or coach is coddled most by the media? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. And the number again, 888-760-3776. Uh, TC Green tweets uh, Tim Tebow. Now, there's more than enough pushback, I think, on Tim Tebow for him to actually be coddled. Is he coddled in some circles? Yes. Is he a majority coddled? I think you can make an argument against that. Yeah, a lot of people hate on Tebow and don't appreciate his journey as a little Filipino boy who came to America and lived not, out his dream. He is not a Filipino descent. Just because he lived in the Philippines he was born doesn't there. mean... Okay. If you're born somewhere, that's what you are. He's, he was a little Filipino boy who came to America and took over the football world, the baseball world, and our took hearts. Over, <laughs> took over... How exactly did he take them over? I every time I turned on Sports Center, he was on there. He was in control. He took them over. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, yeah, but, but number fifteen over. in your in your program. <laughs> number one in your heart. Yeah, he is not number one in my heart, and I do believe he's going to be in an NHL camp uh, in just a couple of <laughs> weeks' time. Great. His adult fantasy sports life continues. That will be a fan base. I promise you, likes Tebow. The hockey fan base, they'll get behind Tebow more than other sports. I I, I, I think you're quite correct. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which athletes get coddled most by media? You can throw coaches in there as well. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. And I was uh, uh, running into uh, to Dr. Jim Reard, the man in charge, the other day. And he said, hey... This fall semester, we're off and we're running, but make sure, I want to make sure that everyone knows that spring semester, uh, we are still signing up for classes, and they are uh, either on campus in Boca or they're remote. And so uh, you can do this, even if you have a family, even if you think you're super busy, but you want to start in on this dream path, this dream journey into the sports industry, you don't have to do it on campus. 
I mean, there are so many students in other states that are working careers, working jobs, and getting their MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic. This is a no-brainer, guys. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Check out all the intricacies, all the information. I'll give you the basics. They've been doing it for 22 years. Their professors are in the sports industry. You're learning firsthand knowledge. It's the FAU MBA sport management program. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA sport. The FAU MBA sport management program. When we return... We're going to have a little red light, green light, brought to you by Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. The biggest, hottest topics of the day in sports, and we react to them. It is a very unique and one-of-a-kind sports radio concept. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.